Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Something that we've talked about here on the show before, and that and that specifically is the federal government and the well, the very ambitious goals that have been set for emissions from Alberta's oil and gas producers. Essentially, as you know, it works out to net zero by 50, which, you know, even the oil sands producers themselves have come together and formed a coalition saying, yeah, we can do that. But it's the shorter term ones that are uh, a little more... Uh, controversial, let's say, 40% below 2005 levels by 2030. So like I say, the net zero goals for 2050 seem to be, even you know within industry, something where they're saying, okay, let's do that. The 2030 ones, though, have been called unrealistic. And our next guest says it's not only unrealistic, it is unfair. We're going to chat with Olivier Rancourt, who is an economist with the Montreal Economic Institute, recently wrote a piece you can read in the Edmonton Journal about this uh, very topic. Olivier, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time. Hi, thank you for having me. So it's the 2030 goals that we're talking about here, which, um, you know, I think a lot of people say that that's a lot to ask. You feel it's not only a lot to ask, it's downright unreasonable, right? Yeah, well, we've done an estimation of how much that would require uh, of the production, and that's almost cutting the emission by half. Yes. As compared to what we currently have. So it's it's a big drop, either, in an, either big innovation that's are unlikely or just cutting production. Um, part of the, the the argument that you make in your piece is, you know what, when you're talking about emissions, they're all the same. Why are we focusing so much on oil and gas producers? Yes, exactly. That's something that happened, actually. It's uh, CO2 in, produced by my car, produced by oil and gas producer, is the same thing for the global climate change. So it's important to look at why them they are the only one that have this emission cap instead of something more evidence-based because, and it's important, this policy has at a minimum estimated 45 billion cost per year. So it's kind of very expensive. Um, there's no question. We know that. And we know that it's going to make, I mean, the demand is huge. If you are in the oil patch, you're one of the producers that's trying to meet these goals. Like you say, it's a choice, right? You're either going to have to see some great innovation or it's going to mean a big cut in production. Yes, and big cut in production, it's, of course, I don't think many people will complain about the idea that big enterprises or enterprises are getting rich. Yet poor, some people are not against that. But the real cost is on families. Thousands of jobs will lose, will get lost. Government will lose billions in tax revenues, direct and indirect. Or what? Well, most of the production will just get exported in countries like Russia, Saudi Arabia, Venezuela, and Iran. So... What about the fact, I mean, we've already seen a number of these gains have been made, and we know that our oil patch and the oil industry in this province is really, really proud of the work that they've done and their pledges to do more. I mean, is it completely out of the realm of possibility that this can work out? And in fact, there may be more opportunities. You're talking about carbon capture, you're talking about technological innovation. Is it not possible? Well, the the oil sound has dropped their emission by uh, more than a third since the 1990s. So if they they did a wonderful job, and keep and they do keep investing more and more to 
feminist or GHG emission. And there's something I know there, many industry are investing a lot of money into that. And that's yeah. fine. The problem here is simply that the, the goals are far too ambitious and far too constraining for the contemporaries that cannot sustain it's just an obtainable you cannot reach that goal realistically and so it's more than a kiss of death than simply a policy direction and Olivia the other thing is you know we're talking about how it affects uh, our province and how it affects um, uh, the oil sands but I mean you take a look at what's going on globally and there also has to be a realization that cutting in production of any kind uh, at this point in time, seems like a disastrous idea, and I don't know how much better it's going to be by 2030. To be honest, we 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 are seeing firsthand right now uh, that we have an energy problem that we need to address. Yes, exactly. And you see, since 80 percent of Canadian oil is this is for exportation, that means if we don't produce that oil, the rest of the world we need to take uh, to buy more oil, more oil from the Gulf country and stuff like yeah, that, which yeah. will increase worldwide price and will probably make a lot of political trouble in country like in Europe, whereas we see with Ukraine. I mean, when we when we look at this, though, I mean, I don't think any of us expect that these... Uh, we're still going to have the ambition. We're still going to have the aspiration. But realistically, if they're not met, and they rarely, if ever, are, what does that say about our whole policy to begin with? Well, it's... It's lot of greenwashing, I feel. Yeah. Most of those policies, uh, I mean, it's understandable. And I think we, m- many people, and as you said, oil and gas sector is in agreement that we need to diminish our own emission, and that's fine. But a lot of these policies like that end up just exporting our production and exporting our emission elsewhere in country where they have less ecological uh, yeah. standard, where, and not only that, but the right of man and the labor. Exactly. Human rights, you name it. It's just putting the problem where we can see it, because uh, the the climate change is a global problem. It's not Canada who cannot just export everything that produced GHG and say, well, Canada is clean, it's not my problem anymore. It's something that the entire globe needs to work from. And those kind of policies don't really help to have durable, long-term solution, unlike if we focus on carbon capture or newer standard for transport or even trying to develop other industries that are also the that has a lot of the GAG emission that maybe try to find new ways to produce that then we could export those new production production methods to the rest of the the rest of the world yeah exactly yeah i mean and more opportunity exists there olivia thanks so much for your time i appreciate you being here today thank you for having me um that is olivier rancourt who is an economist with, push the wrong button, with the Montreal Economic Institute. And that's the argument we've had on the air many times, right? It's not about saying that this isn't something that we need to address, and it's not, you know, saying that it's not an important issue and something that we need to tackle. It's just how do we go about doing it in a way that makes sense. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.